When I joined the club three years ago, I went to Tottenham for the first time. Wow. I mean, it's, that's a cathedral of rugby, that is. What, what a stadium that is. The Red 78 with Alan Quinlan and Neil Briggs. Subscribe to the Rugby Channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. The reason that you're in Belfast, Owen, is because obviously the uh, Euro 2028 bid is going to see games in these islands. Um, There is a suggestion that some will be in the south, some will be in the north. There might not be any in the north because there might not be a stadium for it. But we did send you to the streets of Belfast to gauge the feeling ahead of the joint Ireland-UK bid for Euro 2028. If it was to happen, Belfast should be integral to the bid. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. Uh, I can't wait for the Gawa to absolutely travel all over the Euros. Hopefully we qualify. Excitement. Absolute excitement. Couldn't be better for the, all the nations, the five countries, bringing people from all around Europe to uh, England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland and Ireland. Absolutely fantastic. Sharing the light, the positivity is coming out of the, in particular our country here and uh, north and south. Brilliant. I think it's a brilliant idea um, for Northern Ireland, obviously, since the Euros have been real hype uh, around the city, around the national team. And I think to host potentially a, a massive tournament here in Belfast, it would be amazing for the city and amazing for the local game as well. To me, to be unforgivable if we didn't get at least one match. With, with, without having to go anywhere else, bar Windsor Park. Okay, I don't only holds eighteen and a half thousand, but that's a flipping good ground. So it is like that, that's a good ground. But there you are. It's, we are where we are. To be honest with you, should have built this for a thirty thousand stadium when they were doing it. Yeah. So it is because this is the home of football in Northern Ireland. So this is where it should really be played. I know this stadium was built a number of years ago with a joint bid with, in particular, with Linfield and Northern Ireland. Speaking to some Linfield fans now who follow it, they're sorry they've done that because they find Windsor's now not appealing to them as a football club. Sorry, as a football stadium. Whereas if it had been their own purpose-built national stadium that could incorporate all the sports of the Ireland, would have been far better. I think it would have been used as one big, big venue. But unfortunately it wasn't to happen. We could have had Ulster Rugby, we could have had the, the, the GAA, and we could have had the football all in one place. And do you think you'll be able to, to have games here? Yeah, of course, of course. If, look at that stadium over there, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's class. Great idea, yes, if we can hold uh, matches here in Belfast, it'd be great, yep. Just have to make that bigger. <laughs> Build up the cup and get 30,000 in here, no problem, yep. Is there a better chance of that happening than them redeveloping casement in time? Yes, I would think we should make Windsor bigger, get more fans in, and we'll certainly fill it all right. Confident that it'll happen for the UK and Ireland, whether or not we have it in Belfast is a different story. Um, I'm hoping that having stayed the Super Cup here, that UEFA might give us dispensation to have it at Windsor Park. Politically, I don't know if I would go ahead at casement. The first thing I thought of is we've nowhere to host. So if we're going to host them, it would only have to be down in Dublin um, because we don't have stadiums big enough unless they they get the works in Casement Park sorted out and it becomes more of a national stadium. It's the only way around it, I would say. Well, I don't think there's much chance with uh, the size of the stadium at Winter Park. It's out of question. It's just a matter whether or not Casement Park will be built in time or not. If not, there's not going to be no chance of it coming over here. Would you be confident that they can get that done in time? I very much doubt it. What are the confidence levels around Casement Park getting done anytime soon? Well, well you, first of all, you have to have an executive. And uh, what we've got was, uh, if I remember correctly, the, um, the Royal Victoria Hospital was built on a lunatic asylum. And now they seem to have moved all the lunatics to Stormont. <laughs> 
So as far as I'm concerned, we'll never get it. I don't think there'll be any problem. Northern Ireland playing at casement um, for the vast majority of people, but we still live in, in Northern Ireland at the moment, and I think there's a divisive election coming up, which won't help things, but you know, another eight years down the line or six years down the line or whatever it is, you know, who's to say that we don't play a game at Casement Park? The only chance here would be if, and it's a big if, Casement Park has ever been redeveloped. This has been going on for ten flipping years. The only the only places on, on the island of Ireland that I know of would be obviously Aviva Stadium in Dublin and Croke Park in Dublin. But if, if, if the IFA up, up here was to sort of contribute money or contribute organisation, it wouldn't be fair if we didn't get some sort of match. The casement thing, in my opinion, I've watched that quite closely over the years. They'll need, it'll be 2058 by the time they get any decision made on that one, to be honest. But hopefully they do, because it looks like a fabulous project. GAA is not my sport, but in, in, in the interest of fairness, I think it needs to be redeveloped, because it's, it's been land. I used to drive a bus up and down the Falls Road out of past casement park all the time. But now it's sort of, it's it's, it's just a wasteland, really. Sure, maybe in six years, never we're here again, we might have government in. This is Northern Ireland. Things take an awful long time. Wow, OK, so a lot of realism there from the fans outside Windsor Park. The Gawa, I think they refer to themselves there in the middle of that own. Yeah, that's it, the, the Green and White Army, isn't it? That's, yeah. uh, that's what I assume. <laughs> uh, unless, I'm, uh, unless I'm completely missing the, the, the point there, but... Yeah, like you're right. That's that's a real dose of realism. I think uh, kind of asking them the, the question was generally their excitement levels around the Euros. I think it's going to happen, and the, the constant refrain there, as you heard, was well, can big F casement done? So I think there is a lot of people who think that the stadium behind me is the very thing that links the possibility of having the Euros coming to Belfast. There are obviously a couple of voices in there who you can kind of tell from the undercurrent of their tone. I could probably tell from my accent as well uh, what they were going to say or what they weren't going to say. You could tell from the undercurrent of their tone that there would be an issue playing uh, football games in Casement Park. They don't want the Gawa uh, playing in Casement Park. And I think it's fair to say that about some of the, the undertones that you would get from people and uh, some of the people who perhaps didn't talk to me outside, uh, outside the stadium last night as well. I would say that there might be a, a bit of conversation that needs to happen with regards to actually getting everybody on board and getting everybody into the stadium where to host uh, games in 2028. Um, the next one is about an All-Ireland. How do, you, how do you catch this when you're standing outside uh, watching, you know, watching fans go in to watch their team and you're like, we're going to take your team off you? Uh, so how do you, how do you feel about us coming and stealing your team? But what you do, Ger, is you ask a few questions first. And then you make a decision whether or not you want to ask the ridiculous one at the end. So, let's play it. Yeah. No, no. I would never support a Northern Ireland team. Quite, quite frankly, I just wouldn't do it. Simply because I've supported Northern Ireland all my life. I remember, my earliest memory is, whenever England won the World Cup in 1966, at the, at the old Windsor Park, and Bobby Moore coming round with a cup. That's, that's my earliest memory. Then, of course, you get married, family comes along. I'd had, Northern Ireland had to go to the side until I got a bit older. I follow him everywhere. I go everywhere. I've been to Russia, Israel, Azerbaijan. You name it, I've been there. And I'm off to, hopefully, Kosovo this year and Greece. That's, that, that's my plans. Both are trying to pull two different, two different ways. And, and I think our talent is such that we would be a better organised, a better team as a, a one one island team but um, the heart and the soul of a Northern Ireland team would always be with us and I don't think I don't think that 
is it's certainly not an acceptance an acceptance for me. From a personal perspective, I don't I don't like it. I think um, both teams are doing amazingly well at the minute, um, and I think that's brilliant for both uh, both countries. Um, for us. I struggle to see how some of our guys might fit into an All-Ireland team. And I think that limits opportunity at the elite level. So, personally, I'd love to see it stay the way it is. And two years ago, we went down and played the Republic. Nil-nil, and it was a brilliant game. All the fans loved it. Both teams loved it. I think it just keep it the way it is. Again, it's because I'm a Belfast man. Everything would have to be in Dublin, which I wouldn't want. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if it sounds awful to you. I'm not trying to be awful. I've always supported Northern Ireland. That's a team I will always support. I would not support a Northern Ireland team. Nothing for any sectarian reasons. Just the fact is, I'm a Belfast man. I honestly don't think it would ever happen because there'd be too many hardliners on both sides that w- wouldn't want it to happen. So I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a really... It's a, it's a hard one to answer. It's certainly not the case amongst Northern Ireland fans. And I'm sure it's not the case amongst Ireland fans either. It's Why would you? Do you want a Welsh and Scottish team combined? Would you want an English team? No, there's a, it's, it's two different football associations. It always has been. And it's not an orange and green thing. It's not. It's just purely football in terms because you just can't stop supporting one particular team and then move to another. It, 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 in my opinion, it wouldn't work. And the two of them maybe should, someday, I hope, could be amalgamated under yeah. one big, like the way the Ireland rugby has... But whether that's down the line or not, I don't know. What the big problem is, since a sort of since a Good Friday Agreement came in, where the, the island of Ireland was stated, a, a player who was born anywhere in Ireland can play for either Republic or play for Northern Ireland. I personally think, and, I, and I'm not being sort of sectarian here. I personally think that's wrong. If you're born down south, you play for Republic. If you're born in Northern Ireland. You play for the Northern Ireland team. See, a lot of the young lads are coming up through the up through the Northern Ireland works, the under twenty ones, under seventeens, blah blah blah. Now at the last minute, they're they're deserting the ship, shall we say, and going to play for the Republic. I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. Personally, for me, no. Um, if you look into the sort of the history of it, and the Irish FA in Belfast was the sort of the host of the original Ireland football team, you know. Um, I think the status quo is fine, how it is, you know, as, as long as Ireland's still two separate countries, absolutely, I, I would prefer to see the two separate teams together. Like we've shown in the Euros, um, there's many videos going around Facebook of Republic and Northern Ireland fans singing and dancing in France, uh, loving their time, so I don't understand why, you know, we can have success in both parts of the country, I'm sure. I can't understand, the rugby seems to work, you know, with the, the hockey. and the hockey, yeah. you know, the, the, and, and it works, you know, I mean... But I suppose we hear been the trouble's been so bad for fifty years, and you, you know that yourself. It's it's just so orange and green, colours, and red and blue, or green and orange. That's the way it that's works. What, that's what it works down to, really, basically. Not being unpolitically correct or whatever, but that's what it boils down to: the green and orange, and the red and the blue, and they'll never the twain shall meet, and it's just horrible. Uh, <laughs> ironically, he's wearing a, a blue coat with an orange lining. To the to the game, I, uh, very thoughtful stuff there, Owen. Really, um, and you know, it, it is it is uh, it is the horns of a, dile- a dilemma. Say, say there was to be United Ireland, do we keep the Northern Ireland football team and allow people who follow that team and identify as as British within a United Ireland to continue to play, or is it like, no, sorry, that's just it now. Uh, that that moment has passed, and that team gets written out of history. Yeah, and like I think that's the, the interesting perspective for, on it is that it would be our team. Sorry, it would be the team of the South that they would see as being the team, and it is that team subsuming the 
the Northern Ireland team is, is what their view on it would be, as opposed to two bodies coming together to create one, one new body, uh, which may have to be the way it actually uh, turns out to keep everybody happy. But it is interesting there when you're telling people, some people bring it up themselves that, uh, I mean, you don't even need to push them there. They want to bring up the whole rugby team themselves and, and that being an example for, for how things should operate. And then possibly more to the point, certainly around facilities in this part of the world, a lot of people bring up the idea that they should have built a multi-purpose stadium instead of redeveloping Ravenhill and Windsor, as you heard earlier on in the other piece. And maybe there's a lesson for, for other countries and other sporting bodies there as well. That's how you get stuff done. You try and bring everybody on board and you try and give them one good facility as opposed to trying to build three modernized, brilliant facilities into one city when things are so tough to keep everybody happy in. There's a big lesson there for facilities around the rest of the Republic of Ireland as well. Oh, and we're going to let you go. We're going to hear from you a little bit later on as well. Uh, stay safe outside casement there. Three minutes past eight this morning. Nathan, I don't know if you want to weigh in on uh, the question of a United Ireland football team. Well, uh, at the moment, obviously, players who are born in Northern Ireland who want to play for the Republic of Ireland can do. Uh, so any player who was born in Northern Ireland who wants to uh, play for Ireland, you know, the Good Friday Agreement allows that. I think the politics will dictate and football will follow afterwards. And as you heard from the people Owen spoke to, maybe it was the fact that they were willing to speak to Owen, that they were a bit more in the middle around these things and didn't want to be on camera with more extremist views. There's a lot of people in Belfast who just like their football and have a, a great history of following Northern Ireland from back in George Best times, right the way through to Euro 2016 and all the fun they had over in France, who I think, as they rightly point out, if there was a 32-county Irish football team, would end up playing their games in Dublin. And that football is gone from them, and that history is gone from them. And we can say, well, we'll play one game up in Belfast and one game in Dublin. We know what will happen. The games will be in Dublin. It'll be the bigger stadium. It'll be the better facilities. And that those football supporters will be lost. And I'd imagine in the grander scheme of the conversations that are happening, they won't really be an afterthought. So I understand completely that there will be a lot of reservations from Northern Ireland football fans about seeing their team massively diluted. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.